Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Hey there, Chris. Hello, how are you? How's everything? I am well. I am so well. No complaints. Ain't no need, right? Ain't no need. I felt about to eat. <laughs> well, listen, listen. I had do. I do have my uh, tail tucked between my legs. I do have my head bowed low, uh, but it's all right because the birds. Listen, we've all agreed that the birds have been ill. You know, they yeah. they haven't been playing up to par in the past few games. So I think we all saw this coming. What happened this past weekend? I think we all saw it coming. We saw it coming. Although me being a knucklehead in this town, I have to say there is there is some there is some silver lining. They played the offense played a little bit better. Guys fumbled the ball though. Guys dropped passes. You know, one like Jalen Hurts wasn't getting guys open, but the Eagles didn't take advantage of opportunities. And the defense, mm-hmm. the defense, you know, the, the, the defense, if, if, you know, like I said, uh, you know, if I could, if I was younger, well, then again, if I was younger, I was, I was a kid when I was younger, so I couldn't help. But the thing is, <laughs> but, but the thing is, that defense helped. They've been getting pushed all over the place. I mean, they, uh, coming in the, the, the Cowboys scored in like, like four straight drives, got three touchdowns, one field goal. I mean, that can't happen. They put the offense in the early hole. And a lot of times when you put an offense in an early hole, what happens is that you're going to try too hard to try to get back. And, and that doesn't excuse the offense for having a horrible game plan. You got DeAndre Swift. They did, it seemed like they just got away from the ball. And I mean, it's Oh, wait, 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 Chris, I'm sorry. I need to interject because we're having some issues with the sound, with your sound. I'm not hearing you clearly. I'm not hearing you well. Nick, are we hearing Chris well? I want to make sure we get all of this. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we got them coming through all right. Okay, we do. Okay, all right. I'm sorry, Chris. I wasn't hearing you clearly. I'll I'll talk to my professional microphone. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So... No, but the defense has been getting pushed around. They gave up another 394 yards, which in the last, if I do my math, if I do, they've given up over over 1,200 yards of total offense mm-hmm. in the last three games. In the last, yeah, last three games, going back to the Buffalo game, you you can't win like that. And maybe they have to. I mean, they got they they got this guy. Um, they got this new linebacker coming in there, but he's not, that's not going to help anything. And then, like I say, you let Jack Prescott have all day. You let him have all day. The defensive backfield was terrible again. And, you know, Steve Lamb and Brandon Cooks just took them to school. And, you know, that's, that's the thing that people are worried about. The offense, I think, can get, can, you know, can get, um, can, can get itself together. But they just have to have a better game plan. And I think, you know, Jalen Hurts can do all the right things. But their offensive coordinator, they've got to establish the run. They had the right idea offensively um, Sunday and execute. They had the right idea, okay? But when you guys drop passes, 
There was a play where Devontae Smith dropped a pass that I've seen this guy catch a thousand times in the end zone. As did, you know, as did AJ Brown. Both of those guys fumbled the ball. They, they got in space. They got, they fumbled. Jalen Hurts fumbled the ball on, on, on a play in which he had a first down. They could have kept those drives going. And I think the offense will do what it can. I think the offense can adjust, but you know, a lot of people are criticizing the offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson, and they're criticizing him for not having a consistent game plan. You can't just mm. chuck the ball up 10,000 feet in the air and expect A.J. Brown and those guys to come down with it every time. Oh. And people know what you're doing on tape now. They got you. They watch you. They see you on tape. And so it's the copycat league. And people are going to try to do all the things, you know, to beat you that say, let's say the 49ers did and what the Cowboys did. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they got to do you said that they didn't do anything different than, you know, they were not going to continue to get the same results. They were not going to continue to win. Well, prior to the 49ers game, you were saying, look, the Eagles have got to do something differently because they're not going to continue winning games because we're all watching. Everybody is seeing what's going on. And Malcolm shares those fumbles killed us, which they yeah. did, which yeah. they really, really did. Yeah, I can't hear Oh, wait, we got to get that together because this is a, this conversation right here is a real conversation. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, 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 you now. I got you now. You got us now. Yeah, because I, I still hear your your sound sounds a little uh, it sounds clouded. It sounds a little fuzzy to me. And it could be. I don't know if it's me. I don't know what it is. But uh, oh, Nick is yeah. saying, OK, it does sound a little a little uh, fuzzy, a little watery. And, you know, okay. we need some clarity for this conversation. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. <laughs> okay, well, actually, that helped. I'm not sure what that helped because it sounded like there was some, um, some like okay. white noise that has been removed. But yeah, the, the, so Nasir is asking, what do we have to do these last four games to win the division? One, don't panic. Don't panic yet. Because here's because I'm going to flip this a little bit in a little while. But one, what they did on Sunday, if, if this is where it was still Rolani, they did move the ball against Dallas. They moved the ball. They mm-hmm. just, they avoid, they, if they can avoid turnovers against Seattle, if they can over, if they can avoid the turn, they can get that offense back in the rhythm. Feed DeAndre Swift the ball. Start running the ball again. Okay. Mm-hmm. And put, and, 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 and also, you know, start, you know, kind of, you know, gradually taking the ball down if you'll get, Get Dallas Goddard involved. Now that he's back, get him mm-hmm. involved. Okay. And, and I'm going to say this. The silver lining to this is that every team in the league, around the league, look at the Kansas City Chiefs, look at the 49ers early in the season. They were, they went through a law where they lost three games. Mm-hmm. And, and I know in this town, I'm not supposed to be the people of Warnie all over Philadelphia to try not to be a voice of reason as everybody's hair is on fire. Everybody's panicking, okay? <laughs> when, you, when you think about this, it was a seven-game stretch where the Eagles had to play two division opponents, the Cowboys twice, Washington once, two tough division opponents, right? Mm-hmm. Then you had to play four tough teams. You had to play two. You had to play the Dolphins, okay? That, you, had, that, you had to play the Dolphins. You have to play the, uh, the Buffalo Bills, the 49ers, and you had to play the, you know, the Chiefs. You had to play all of those 
tough team, right? So mm-hmm. in that span, the Eagles went three and one against the 49ers, against the Bills, against the Chiefs, and against the Dolphins. Four teams, four contending teams. They lost, they lost once to Dallas, okay, in that stretch. To go through that stretch of, of seven games and win about four of them and win four and win most of those games in that stretch. Okay. You can talk about how bad they're playing and you have every right to because you have to say it. But to come out of that stretch, you know, still win, still, you know, at 10 and three and, and among best records in the NFL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, that's, that's the, that's the silver line. However, the other part of that is that now you have to play well the rest of the way. And maybe mm-hmm. playing bad teams and maybe playing Seattle or the Giants or some other teams down the stretch. And the Giants are going to be at the very least because of the division game. They're going to, you know, they're going to come out and they're going to be tough. Maybe that helps them win along the way, but that defense has got to be fixed. I don't know how they're going to fix it, you know, at this part of the season. That's what we were saying. We said that two weeks ago. We don't. We don't know how they're going to fix it at this stage of the game. I do want to share that we have a cowgirls fan who is joining the conversation. Uh, Brennan Williams shares as expected. The birds from Philly flew down south and got beat down by his cowgirls. It was so bad that TD Jakes should dedicate a prayer for the rest of their season at the Potter's house in Dallas. Oh, well, you know, you got jokes, right? okay. He's got uh, a lot of jokes. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something because the worst thing about the Dallas Cowgirls is are the fans. That's the worst thing. That's that's my own opinion. The worst thing are the fans. But you know, I I what I do say to you is, you know, accept this, accept this win because our birds were they've been ill and we've been vocal about them being ill. We've been talking about you know how they haven't been playing well so if that's the only way you can beat our birds because they are ill then you know what you take that win you take that win because <laughs> you won't get many more <laughs> about the cowboys now i don't you know between eagle fans and cowboys, i have no dog in, in that fight however however because I, I i root for a team a down further down i know yeah i know you you yeah you know here's the deal here's the deal um, the Cowboys have, you know, they've got to win a playoff game. Yeah. They got to win playoff games and whatnot. And so, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I ain't, I'm not saying anything until until my team gets at least an NFC championship. Then you can talk, okay? But but and at this point of the season, it, it's unpredictable because here's the thing: I remember seasons where you know. I remember even when the Cowboys, even the year Cowboys won a Super Bowl, I think it was 95, and that was the year they had the famous, um, you know, Groundhog Day game where Emmitt Smith kept trying to pile to the line and got knocked back. (laughs) And I remember when the 49ers put a beat down on them that year. The Mm -hmm. Cowboys won the Super Bowl. So anything, when a team struggles, anything can happen. I've seen, I've seen all, I've, 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 I've lived long enough to know that Teams can go through lulls, and then next you know they get to the postseason. They turn it on, and so yeah. there are hope for the Eagles. And I'm not saying, and, and I know in this midst of well, you know the defense, yeah, the defense is playing bad, and if, mm-hmm. if the defense doesn't get it together, I don't think they, they, I don't think they're making it out to Vegas. But the thing is, the defense has got to get it together. The offense has to find their mojo. 
that. I think the offense is a little bit ahead of the defense and everything. I just think guys got to hold on to the ball, stop thinking too much, and just go play this game. Run the ball for a little bit. Take some pressure off the quarterback. You know, beat some people up. You know, give, give them a whooping. Mm-hmm. Give them a line of whooping a little bit. I mean, you got to basically, you got to basically go, go back to basics and don't get down on yourself. And I hope that something, someone in that locker room, not think it's going to be Jalen and Hurts, they mm-hmm. have to come back and emerge and play this game right now. Hurts can't play defense. Someone on that defense, I think Fletcher Cox, you know, said, you know, challenge his, challenge his teammates. Hey, we got to get together. Because this listen, is a part of the team. Jalen also can't play the game by himself. Like you said, you know, you, listen, he he he's not the whole team. So right. they, they do have to get it together. They've got to make some changes. I do want to share, um, Brennan, I think you lit a fire, at least a spark that is, you know, you can't come into an Eagles house because where Carol Riddick is, this is an Eagles house. You can't come into an Eagles house and be a cowgirl fan and talk about my birds. Um, Nicole P, she asks, does Brennan think he hit with that comment? Uh-oh, uh-oh, Brennan, uh-oh. <laughs> and Nasir shares the cowgirls, they take beating the Eagles as their Super Bowl. They do, Nasir, they do. <laughs> well, I, although I will say, I will say, this is what Cowboys fans have told me. Cowboys fans have told me that that the Eagles being the Cowboys is their Super Bowl. So, and they said that for a long time. So back and forth we go. Back and forth, back and forth we go. But see, here's the thing. Here's mm-hmm. the thing at this point of the season. You know, right now, you got to get a win. You know, you got to get a win. And, you know, somebody says, you know, I mean, the, um, the Eagles have to win a game, any game. Another, they just got to win a game. They just got to mm-hmm. win. To get you know to get their their mojo back, they got to They just got to win. And and like I said, the coaches have to put this team in a better position. The coaches, especially on the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball. Although I think the defense is running to running to a lack of talent in in, mm. in, in that defensive backfield. And, and and we take for granted, you know, how good uh, Rashad McLeod and Malcolm Jenkins were back when they won the Super Bowl. Back in 2017, you, you take for granted how good those guys were. And one of the things that they have to, that the Eagles have to do, is that they've got to, they've got to sort things up in the middle. The defensive line has got to put a pass rush to take the pressure off of their defensive backs and their linebackers. And you know, and so this guy Shaq, Shaq Leonard, who they just picked up from the uh, Colts, he has to get incorporated into this. And it, somebody has to be a stopper for this defense. Somebody has to just like, look, we're going to come in, we're going to dominate the game, and there's nothing you can do about it. I'm not seeing that from this defense, and I'm not seeing anybody put a pass rush on anybody because, you know, that, that Prescott sat in that pocket all day. He could have had himself a ham sandwich, a hot dog, and, and, and a couple of drinks and whatnot, just sitting back there, picking the Eagles apart, going down, you know, just going – Picking them apart and picking them apart. What you got to do is, is, is that you got to make these quarterbacks feel pressure, and you got to make them, you know, you got to you got to put you got to put the fear of God into them, or you know, or the fear of something into them, so that yeah. when they go out there, you know, they got you got to give those quarterbacks happy feet. But I think them. we kind of knew this was going to happen. Like you, you even said it last week. You know, the expectation was right. what we received. 
you know, it was not the desired result, but it was the expected result based uh, based upon how our birds have been playing. We, we've all acknowledged that they just haven't been playing well. They just they just haven't been. And um, which is why I say I think this was listen, the cowgirls came. They came. They were ready. They said, OK, so we see what you've been doing. We see what you've been giving everybody else and we can handle that. We can handle that. Mm-hmm. But if the Eagles listen, if they have some conversations, they start putting some more work in. I, I don't know that the cowgirls will have a chance. No, I, I think that the Eagles find the Eagles find them their groove again. Mm-hmm. And the way the season has gone for a lot of teams around the league. Okay. I can I can look at I like I said, you know, and look at Kansas City, they you know, their their receivers can't catch a cold. Okay. Mm-hmm. Off games, okay. The, the 49ers, all these 49ers fans, there was a point where they struggled, okay? Yeah, it has yeah. It's a season. No one knows who's going to be in the Super Bowl at this point. You know, right now, the Baltimore Ravens are the best team in the AFC because the Miami Dolphins last night let a team come back from 14 points down with 13 minutes left to come beat them. And it, so... It did. And so, you know... My thing at the end of the day, yeah, you can, you, know, you can look, you can, you can look with gloom and doom. And the last couple of weeks, you kind of, you, you, it's not hard to do that. Mm-hmm. But, but like I said again, you know, the Eagles have been through slumps like this before. I remember back, I remember back in 08 when they went, they went down to Baltimore and Ed Reed intercepted the back of them. They benched Donovan McNabb and they brought in this guy, Kevin Cobb, and he threw, he threw an interception in the end zone with Ed Reed, the Ravens took back 90-something, 100-and-some-odd yards. He took it back all the way for a touchdown. Everybody was all panicked about the Eagles' chances. So they come to, what did they do? They came back home, I think it was either Christmas, it was either Christmas Day or Thanksgiving now, which I can't remember which mm-hmm. one. They came back, they beat the Arizona Cardinals. They, you know, they found themselves again and made that run to, you know, and went to the NFC Championship game. But of course, they and, and almost got back to the Super Bowl, but they lost to the Cardinals in, in yes. that championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so you can make a run back to the champions. You can make a run, but the thing about it, you're going to have this is a long season, and so what they got, but they really have to show up that defense. They really have to, and they're and they're and they're going to be playing a Seattle team next week that I think that's missing their quarterback Geno Smith. And they're playing a backup and the guy named Drew Locke. So mm-hmm. I, this is a this is a winnable game for the Eagles. And I think at the end of the day, you know, you got sometimes you got you you gotta find yourself by beating bad teams. Everybody does it. Sometimes you just gotta find you just gotta fine tune your game. But mm-hmm. you, at some point this season, I mean, it's, it's getting to that point though. They got you know people are questioning Jalen Hurt. I mean. Fans around here are funny, man. I love fans. What is that all about? Questioning? That's so because that's what happens when when you lose the game. Every when you're winning, everybody's happy. All all the shortcomings, all the all the bad things, all the shortcomings. Hey, we're not worried about that. When you start losing, that's when finger pointing. That's when everybody says, mm-hmm. "This guy fired a coach, fired a quarterback, bench this guy." 
you know. You, but you here's the thing about it. As a fan, and and for those of you who are unaware, yes, I'm an avid Birds fan. Yes, I'm an Eagles fan through and through. I bleed green. Um, none of us are out there on the field playing. We can talk right. anything, but none of us. And that's why I, that's exactly why I clown the cowgirl fans so much because they talk the most, but none of us are out there. We, we're not making these plays. We're, we're not playing these games. We don't know what it takes to do so. Uh, we, but we do know that it takes a lot to do so. I see uh, Brennan still has some comments. He's still clowning us. Uh, family, don't hurt him too bad. Don't hurt him too badly. What we're going to do right now, though, is take a short commercial break. But when we come back, we've got so much more to talk about, family. So stay with us because we are coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly, Carol Riddick. And we are joined in this hour with none other than our sports oracle, Chris Murray. And we're talking about all things sports. Now, just before the commercial break, however, we were talking about this game that took place this past weekend between uh, the Cowgirls and our beloved Eagles, our beloved Eagles. So I do want to share though, because our family members, I see y'all talking and I have to share with those who are listening what you are saying. Poor Brennan, he's lost his mind, but he's in these comments. He shares, Chris preach. Dak had a ham sandwich and a few drinks on the birds with swine flu. Okay. Okay. Malcolm shares, Brennan is on here tripping. (laughs) He said the cow bums haven't been anywhere since 1996. He said they get to go for now. He read, no, you see that? Oh. He reads that they get to gloat for now, but he said, but the Eagles have to get it together. And Harold, oh, we have another Cowgirls fan. He shares, I was at that game in Dallas and he watched his girls destroy the Eagles. All right. Okay. Okay. That's all right. And Joey is joining us. Hi there, Joey. He's sending peace and love to everybody. He said, I don't want anything to do with any of that. I'm sending peace and love, but that's okay. I see you. Uh, <laughs> I see. I see you, you cowgirls fans in here. <laughs> I see you oh, cowgirls fans. When you call them cowgirls, you're insulting girls because girls are, be- are better than that. You know, you girl power. Right, how about this. that? I like it, the cow bums. Uh, Malcolm, yeah. you know, the cow bums. Thank you for that. And I'm a woman. How would I say that? How would I say that? The cow bums. Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you so much for that. The cow bums. And thank you, Chris, for correcting me. How about that? So wait, you know, the time goes by so quickly and I want to talk about so much. I'm going to come back to something else because I was looking at ESPN ESPN earlier. That's my joke. See, I was joking. I was looking at ESPN earlier and I want to ask you some questions, Chris, but I saw something. I missed the game uh, between um, the Chiefs. Was it the Chiefs? It was the Chiefs. The Chiefs and the Bills. What happened with uh, with, um, Patrick Mahomes? Well, what happened was at the end of the game, near the end of the game, there was a there was a questionable call. What happened? Uh, the, the Chiefs had made this spectacular trick play in which um, in which um, Mahomes threw the ball to Travis Kelsey. Kelsey okay. threw the ball back to Sadarius Tony, who scored the touchdown. Okay. But what happened? The play was nullified. Was called back because Sadarius Tony. His, he, he, he was he, he was lined up offside. Now he got Mahomes was was kicked off at the official. 
because it's very rare that a team or an offense gets called for offside. And usually as a as a courtesy, because I play football, I play football a lot of levels, real league, even flag football. The the referees, the, you know, the side judge or the side or the field judge on that side will tell you if you're lined up, will tell the offensive player if you're lined up, you know, you, the, the line is right here. You got to kind of move back a little bit. In that situation, the official, the official didn't do that. Now, let me say this. It's really not the official's responsibility to do that. You have to know where you are on the line. I mean, that's just something you have to know. And, you know, at the same, and, 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 you know, Patrick Mahomes was furious. And so was Andy Reid. And so they had the whole Patrick Mahomes was back. And it got to a point where he was even complaining about it when he, when he congratulated Josh Allen. And in that situation, I understand why he's up because, like I said again, any level of football I've ever played, even if it's just, you know, like if I'm playing flag and I'm lined up, sometimes I look at the official to make sure that, okay, am I lined up or where I always make sure I know I'm not lined up over the ball or line, you know, I, I, know where the, I, I know where the offensive line is. And any official, you know, wide they, they tell that to wide receivers all the time. And usually in the league, they do it as a, as not as a courtesy, but just you know, so the guys will know. Now they, the officials don't have to do that, but okay. they do it. And so he was upset. I mean, it was a beautiful play, but it was what, it was what, it was it. Yeah. From what I saw, I didn't see, you know, all of what happened because I was in transit, but I said, okay, Mahomes, wait a minute, who pissed him off? He was pissed. Yeah. And, and 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 I think he was also a little frustrated because this receiver was dropping balls everywhere. They oh. they were just dropping passes, and it's just like. And I think part of that frustration, sometimes you don't want to take it out on your, your or, on, on your teammate. You take it out on the officials. You just take stuff out of the officials. But mm-hmm. he was off because you know it, 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 it was the correct call. I'm not gonna say it was a bad call, but okay. it was the it was the correct call, but usually what happens is the receivers, sometimes the side judge will say, okay, the line, or even when they're coming out of the huddle, they'll say the line is right here, or they'll indicate to the receiver who's on, wherever that, wherever, wherever side that receiver is on. Although what bothered me about that play was that Tony was lined up near the offensive line, and he should, and, and the thing is, he has to know where he is too. And mm-hmm. the officials are not obligated to tell you that but at the same time he needs to know but then again he had a game in which he dropped some passes and so you know like I said again you know it's it's a part of it and now they're and, they're, and, and let's face it they're struggling they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're struggling and a lot of times when you're struggling you start losing sometimes you know it, it gets to you a little bit I mean sometimes you get to that point to where sometimes I don't know you want to come home and just, I don't know, hit on a heavy bag or just do something and whatnot. You're that, because that sometimes losing is frustrating. And Patrick Mahomes is not used to losing. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he is not used to losing games, and especially games like that that were close. And, 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 that, play, and that penalty caused, caused, cost him the game. It was a game-winning play, and it cost him the game. I did read that uh, he he stated, and I'm paraphrasing, that he didn't feel that his actions were a great example for kids. He was he was really 
it, he remarked about how upset he was and he just felt like, yeah, I, that wasn't a good example for kids. So he, I, when I saw it, I said, oh, wait, what, what, what is going on? <laughs> like I said, I was in transit and I said, okay, I have to ask Chris, what happened? What, you know, happened to piss him off? But so this, the call that was made, you, is a, is a call with which you agree. It's, it's the right, it was the right call. Okay. It was the right call, but at the same time, usually what, I mean, sometimes, you know, the officials do, you know, alert the receivers. And I think in that situation, but the thing about it, though, you know, Tony, Sedarius Tony has to know, mm-hmm. has to also know where he is. And he's a young player. And, but, and, but then again, he was a young player to see called the Pete Eagles. So, you gotta know. And, and I think that at the same time, I mean, yeah, but here's the thing when people say he, he said he shouldn't have gotten mad. A lot of times during the course of a game, during the course of a game or any type of event, you know, sometimes, you know, people just, you just get mad. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you, a lot of times something that happens, you don't, you don't want, no one wants to lose their temper, but everybody has a point where you get a little mad. You're a little frustrated. It happens. That's that's life. I, you know, I'm, I I get mad in my shoes, but I don't say anything. But the thing, but the thing is, is that yeah, but you can't blow your top all the time. That's not as not all, not all the time. But I just think that, and I think when sometimes when you come down, he's the type of person. A lot of times, you know, you can push them. Like I can get angry, but I'm mm-hmm. angry about maybe a bit once once the issue is resolved and I'm like, man, what what happened? Why did mm-hmm. I do that? And, you know, so a lot of times every, everybody everybody's that way. You know, a lot of people, you know, when you get mad for the moment and then you like you realize, you know, I shouldn't have got mad like this when you come get but it's, it's like, you know, that mm-hmm. and you and, but some people hang on don't hang on to it. Sometimes it's just an outburst, you let it out. Right, right, right. But it seems that he did that. It appears that way. I mean, he, he, listen, he let it out all right. And it, and it appeared that he kind of checked himself by saying, I, you know, I should not have done all of that. I should not have gone all the way in the way I did. So it appears that he checked himself. It it appears that way anyway. Right. Since he did release the statement saying that, you know, he just, he wasn't proud of his actions. I'm paraphrasing, by the way, that he wasn't proud of his actions and he felt that, you know, uh, his actions weren't great a great example for kids. If it looks like he checked himself, I do want to share that Shirley is joining us. Hey there. And she's saying, good evening, family. Malcolm shares, Mahomes went nuts. (laughs) Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I'm telling you, and like you said, you know, we're not used to seeing him upset. We're not used to seeing him, you know, in in that space. So it stopped me in my tracks. When I I said, is that, is that Mahomes? pissed him off like what happened i said i have got to ask chris tonight what happened because i missed it i missed all of that so i said i had to ask but I, I was checking out espn today i said i wanted to see where we were and uh, they have an article about uh power rankings where how all the, the teams stack up but they were sharing what they feel each team's biggest improvement is they feel um they, they shared that the San Francisco 49ers, they shared that their biggest improvement was pass rush productivity. Cow, the, the cow bums, they feel that their biggest improvement is red zone offense. Now, for our birds, 
they shared the biggest improvement is third down efficiency. Would you agree with that? On depends on which side of the ball, defense or offense. You talking about getting off the field? Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's a huge problem, and it's also a huge problem on offense as well. But it's a really big problem you know, on defense. On third down, you got to get off the field. You got to give your offense a chance to occupy the football, and you got to give them a chance to score. And um, that's that's the real thing to me. Third down defense has been has been really bad with this team over the last few weeks. Now, if I'm looking at if I'm looking at my you know at my stat line for the Cowboys game and everything mm-hmm. down to third down efficiency. And everything, the Cowboys were nine of sixteen against the Eagles defense. Which anything above fifty percent or a little bit above above fifty percent, that's not good. Mm-hmm. That's not good at all. And you got to give you got to you can't let teams just drive. I mean, in the Forty ers game, they let the Forty ers drive six straight times for yeah, touchdowns. You you can't you cannot give that up. That is something. I mean. You know, you might, I mean, that, that's almost like watching the game between Georgia and, um, I don't know, um, Georgia and, and, um, let me, let me think of a small Georgia and, and Villanova or something like that football. And by the way, the, um, the Wildcats were in the uh, FCS um, playoffs and they lost, but that's like for a big school versus a small school. That's kind of thing where, you know, a lot of times the big school schedule small schools and they'll score six straight times. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, or in, in the first half alone, and you know that's what that and that's what that was. That was like that was as if the 49ers were a big college, and 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 um yeah. and uh, the Eagles were chain states or something. You know, no, really, really, it looked that way. It really, really yeah. looked that way. Well, I mean, some of the plays looked that way as well this past weekend. Now, family, y'all know, you heard me tell you that I bleed green. But, um, I mean, listen, I'm being honest about it. Some of the plays that I saw, it looked that way. I had to turn away. I said, oh, my birds, are, they're sick again. They're really, they're, they're not well. They're not, they're not playing well. They're not feeling well. They can't be feeling well because they're not playing well. But, uh, yeah. family, for those of you who have just joined us, Hi there and welcome. Always welcome. Welcome to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with none other than our sports guru, our sports oracle, the one and only Chris Murray. Because in this hour on Tuesdays, it's all things sports. All things sports. Now tonight, of course, what has dominate, not dominated the conversation has been the... Uh, the Dallas and Philadelphia game that just took place this past weekend. And then of course I had to ask about Patrick Mahomes because I just needed to know. I just wanted to know what was going on, what was happening, what had happened. But um, we're inviting you to the conversation as we always do. You know, we do. We always invite you to the conversation and you can feel free to call us. You can do that by dialing 215-634-8065. You can even call us toll free at one 866 3610900 or you can feel free to share your comments in the comment section miss shirley i see that i see that she shares go dallas don't you dare do it don't you dare do it this is a greenhouse right here <laughs> this is a greenhouse right here miss shirley from down there in florida talking about some go dallas don't you do it family stay with us because you know this feud is going to continue when we come right back <laughs> 
We'll be right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. Well, we are talking with Chris Murray, the one and only, yes, it's him, in the flesh. We're talking with him, our very own resident sports guru, who is also the sports oracle. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. We've been talking about all things sports. Tonight has been a a football night, though. We've talked about all things football. We haven't even mentioned the Sixers, but I've had more questions tonight about football. So that's what that's the reason for that. But you know what, Chris, you you mentioned um, Miami earlier. You spoke about Miami. And uh, when I was reading, I read an article. Of course, I was sharing with you that I was reading some things on ESPN. And it shares that their biggest improvement is their defensive efficiency. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that too, but I think their biggest thing is that they have to, you know, they have to stay focused in games because they have let teams, they, they will look good like them. The Eagles, they look great in their first half and then all of a sudden they, they can't move anything. And that was still one of the Eagles' best, best performances of the season by shutting that offense down in the second half. And they haven't really played well against some of the, against teams that that looks like they could beat them. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not necessarily sold on Miami uh, just yet. I'm not, I would never be sold on them. And I, I would tend to agree with that because I think that they, and they've got some good guys on defense. Like, you can't blow a lead. If you can't have a, four, you have a 14-point lead and you lose the game, the three minutes left, you can't, you, you can't, I mean, you can't use all you guys. And, and, it was, and that was because the offense, you know, didn't get any first downs, went three and up. But your defense has to stop people. They got guys like Jalen Ramsey. They got some, mm-hmm. some bona fide superstars on that team. But come on. You can't, <laughs> you can't give up a lead like that. And, you know, and that's the, but that's how crazy this league is this year. Because everybody has flaws. Everybody mm-hmm. has some, some kind of flaw. It's like the Ravens. The Ravens should be unbeaten, but they have lost, in inexplicably lost leads in games. And so, you know, you know Kansas City has been, has had his, his, his bad day. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of teams right now are just, are just trying to find, I don't know if, I don't know if it was because of the lack of a preseason. I, I, I don't know, but it's just that I've never seen it all, in all the, 10,000 years, you know, because I've walked you over 10,000 years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, of all the years that I've seen football, watch football, it's like, I don't know who, I, I couldn't tell you, if I couldn't bet on anybody to win the Super Bowl right now, at least right now, maybe ask me in a couple of weeks, I might get a better picture. Okay. But, you know, but no matter how many times I think I know, this is why I don't gamble on sports. See, you better I, not. You yeah, better not. I'm not. The, I'm not going to gamble the milk money. <laughs> Listen, Denise would not be happy with me if I did. And, no, she wouldn't. It's well. First of all, so it's so unpredictable. But that's why we love it. That's why we love the game. We love the right. unpredictability. Miss Julie is checking in. Hi, beautiful. She shares. We are not giving up on our mean green eagles. Meanwhile, 
we do have another mean team. Congratulations, Imhotep Charter School Panthers championship winners. I love it. I love it. Congratulations to you all. And Eric is joining us, Just Rick, Just Rick, and he shares well done, Chris Murray. Your knowledge and enthusiasm in sports commentating is very impressive. Yes, yes, yes. And Malcolm shares. Malcolm shares. That's why it's called Any Given Sunday. Now, I do, I do want to invite Nick. Nick, every Tuesday, you know, this is a, conversa a conversation that we all have. Well, Nick is always invited to every conversation. But Nick, you know, especially and particularly when we dig deep, when we dig down into, into sports, you know. So, Nick, what, what, what do you have to say this week? Hey, Carol. Hey, Chris. I, I just wanted to say, um, for one, Chris is, is very right about this season of football. I, I can't quite explain it, but this season, it feels like I have no clue who's going to the Super Bowl. I mean, the Detroit Lions, I, I looked at their record. I mean, they just lost to the Bears. I don't, I don't know what that's about, but they are doing so well that it's like, I don't, I, I mean... It's mind mind boggling to me. And of course, the Eagles are doing very well up until a certain point. But this season, this is this is what I think the NFL is most exciting when I don't know who's going to come out on top of anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many good teams and, and uh, it's so unpredictable, which means it's fun. You know, for a while, we just had one or two teams just dominating. It's mm -hmm. it's totally different now. I mean, uh, and to me, that's that's really exciting. I wish the Eagles were dominating but you know that's not that's not what's going on right now but we just need to make a few adjustments um i wasn't happy with the dallas game but i kind of saw it coming i don't think that the eagles made the right adjustments uh most notably uh terrible play calling i, I i'm not yeah. sure what we're doing but it's you know the the offensive coordinator has been getting a lot of flack and i think rightfully so um we do we do have Talented players, though, of course, we have a very good team and a very good organization. It's just we need to pick up the slack, you know, but that's that's very doable for us. Uh, yeah, that, that's I mean, there's there's so much more to say about it, but we have all the tools that we need to to make this to turn the season around. It's just up to us to implement it, you know. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. And the thing is. You know, and sports teams go through, I mean, go through loss. I mean, you know, I, I still remember the last year when, when Baltimore won the Super Bowl back in 2012. The Denver Broncos came into Baltimore, MT Bank Stadium, and put a butt whooping on them. I mean, they put, they came out for five touchdowns in a row and all that. You know what happened in January? Well, the Ravens came back and beat them in overtime. Anything can happen. Any, and this is the thing. The Eagles could go to San Francisco or San Francisco can come here and the Eagles give, and the Eagles give them a complete beatdown. That, mm -hmm. you know, that's how unpredictable. So that's why, that's why I tell people, you know, you can, you know, don't, don't, don't panic. Cause then, cause like I say, anybody can catch fire. The Eagles should mm -hmm. catch fire right now. Okay. So anything can happen. People find their mojos and all that. You know, people struggle. I've been one year. I mean, I can, I can go through years of, 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 of sports history, of football history, and find out, hey, you know, sometimes the team looked bad early in the season, and they get back and they win the Super Bowl. It's just somehow they find something that makes a difference, and they find something right and all that. So you, you, you never know. You, you never know. Somebody could get hurt down the stretch. 
any anything anybody or somebody can come back from injury that can help the team. So it's or you know some or you pick up somebody that just fits in with your crew with your crew and whatnot. It it, it, it always it always works itself out. So mm-hmm. I I'm not going to be the one that's gonna say, hey, you know, I'm not I don't think Eagles fans should go gloom and doom. I do think they do got picking up on defense. I mean it's not, you know, some people believe, and there, and you know, there are some, there are some people who just believe that you know the season is over. But you got it. I mean, it's, it's gonna. Everybody yeah. goes through. And I've never seen a year when you know teams like Kansas City was high early this year. Uh, after they lost, they won. You know, San Francisco was high, and then it was down. Now they're up. So you know, everybody, and there's some people were picking. Early, early, early in the season, they thought the Giants were going to turn around, <laughs> and so, you know. And so, I, I, I look at it like this. I, I think that yeah, you got to fix some things, but you got to be realistic. Got to be agreed, real. Agreed. Got to be real. You got to fix. This team has to fix their defense. Period. And you know, but they got to figure out something. The scheme, you know, I don't know. Um, or even if it's just a, like a good luck trump, they got to ask you, ask you, Carol, to sing the national anthem. <laughs> if they have to sing the national anthem, I'm telling you, the Eagles, all that positive, all that positive vibe. Let me tell you, I would gladly, I have done it in the past. I would gladly do it again. I would gladly, okay? Gladly. Chris, oh, here we are. Nick, here we are. It's time to bid everybody adieu. This, I mean, the time goes by so quickly. It just really flies. It really, really does. But um, family, you know what I'm about to say. You know how I'm about to begin. Just praise God. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 